ain't no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie As the decade he knew best gave up the ghost, the world became different. The world became wary. The world became frightened. But one man stood against everything, and he wielded his discontent like a flashlight, leading us through that digital dark into tomorrow's bright morning. That man was Sean Majors, and Cold Dog Soup proudly presents Sean's Bitch of the Nowadays there are two factions that divide music listeners everywhere. Those who hate Metallica and those who hate Napster. Well maybe there's three. There are those people who just don't give a damn. I have to say that if I chose a side I'd pick the Napster side. Just because I can't stand the sound of Lars Ulrich's fucking voice. He's like a gerbil on speed. I got so avid about the entire Napster debate that I almost decided to boycott Metallica as a whole. But that's stupid because I never listened to Metallica in the first place. The fact is that Metallica was a good band. And they made some good music. In fact, I like their eerily stuff and I'm not going to deprive myself of some good music just because I hate Lars Ulrich. I'm not going to let personal politics affect the music that I listen to. I can understand not wanting to give money to a band because they do something you don't approve of. But if they're your favorite band, it's stupid to just stop listening to their music. Buy their CD, steal their music, or just download it off Napster. I don't think I've made it it a secret that I physically hate every member of the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. But in all honesty, I have two NSYNC MP3s on my computer. All I'm saying is here's my opinion. If you're a huge fan of NSYNC, then you hear that they set fire to puppies while raping small children and giving the finger to the Pope. Then you decide to ban them altogether. Go to it, to each his own, do what you want. Fuck whatever anyone think, fuck politics. But most of all, most of all, fuck Lars Ulrich. 
wealthy Christian Grey and Anna Steele <laughs> cut short their exotic honeymoon to return to Seattle after receiving news of a break-in at Christian's corporate headquarters. Christian and Anna continue with How their... long is the summary of Fifty Shades 3? It's probably 3,000 words. <laughs> a lot of stuff happens. <laughs> but surprisingly, not a whole lot of, like, you know, whips and chains and, really, and really? stuff hanging on the walls. Is it a dramatic this, or a romantic? I'm sorry, romantic. Uh, yeah, this is more This is more drama. Somebody gets kidnapped and there's a ransom. Do they have kids in this one? She announces she's pregnant. Oh, man. So that means you can't be, like, stabbing her and stuff with, with a fetus. And <laughs> oh, my God. Fifty Shades 4, Little Shades. Little Shades. <laughs> Baby Geniuses 2. What if, what you know? That's what that's what Baby Geniuses was missing, a healthy amount of BDSM. Yeah, and I think this this movie is too. Apparently, it's getting panned because it's not as hot as the other ones. Oh man, you know, I heard the first two did not exhibit a healthy uh, representation of BDSM communities. Oh, was it was it a uh, antagonistic no toward it? Or? I have no idea. Oh, I have no clue. Hmm. I heard it was representative of a whole lot of banging hot sluts. <laughs> Cold dog soup. <laughs> Episode twenty. Wait, what? Were we recording something? Oh something. yeah. Cold dog soup. Sean's terrible. Um, <laughs> Cold dog soup. Yeah. Sean's oh, terrible. Wow. I, whew. Whew. Yeah. We were just talking about other bad writers, and <laughs> Fifty Shades came up. Did that spin off from like I've Twilight never seen or something? Any of them. Uh, I think the yeah. the girls that read Twilight started reading this. So no, 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 no. Yeah, they were older, super hornier. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? This this bestiality werewolf vampire crossover sex has really gotten me in the mood for some hardcore um, uh, corporate wealth porn. Yeah. What this could we do? 50 we <clears throat> from the Fifty Shades of Grey wiki. Well, Wikipedia, the Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey is a 2011 <clears throat> erotic romance novel yeah. by British author E.L. James, originally a Twilight fan fiction, as with Christian Grey <laughs> as a non-vampire Edward Cullen and St- Anastasia Steele. Are these the names of the... Yeah, his name is Christian Grey, so Fifty and Shades Anastasia of Steele as a Juan Gamine Bella Swan. Those are four words that I don't know. Anyway, it's just, you know, another just, hey, what if what if this rich dude who was incredibly handsome and gave me everything I wanted, wanted to, like, stick it in my butt? That's all it is. Okay. <laughs> I, never thought I'd, I never thought I'd say this. Can we get, can we talk about my writing, please? Talk about stick Before, it in my butt. Before, I, I do want to mention, I do want to mention that on this podcast, we would be remiss if we didn't mention in the same vein of Fifty Shades of Grey, is the Hunter Fox novel, um, A Billionaire Dinosaur Forced Me to Be Gay. I have not heard about this. Do tell. Well, that is a novel. In the year 2014, dinosaurs have gained control of the world economy. Okay, of course. Due to exceptionally accurate stock predictions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. After graduating from NYU with a business degree, John is hired to be the assistant of one of the largest trading firms on Wall Street. His boss, the CEO of the company, is highly regarded as the best businessman of the century. Only difference is, he's a dinosaur! This is a 3,500 word, hardcore, gay, erotic sex novel. It includes rough sex, dub con, mm. oral, 
cream pies, mm-hmm. and more. Uh, and more. Part two is also now available. <laughs> so is it dinosaurs having sex with dinosaurs or a human and a dinosaur? No, 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 no. Dinosaurs have come into the human world, oh. and they have accurately predicted stock behavior and have essentially taken over corporate America. Um, barrel-chested and ripped uh, new fresh graduate John is a human man uh-huh. who I don't think he even knew was gay until he was hired by this dinosaur. And this dinosaur really. Why would you take a job from a dinosaur? How would you know the job had been offered? I guess they can. They can talk. Sean, they're really good at business. <laughs> they're super good at business. Three and a half stars on Amazon. Is it a book or a movie? And by business, or an upcoming book. movie. There's I mean the. <laughs> Go ahead, Angus. I mean <laughs> the business of fucking. <laughs> can you imagine having sex with a di- with a T Rex and they got those little arms and like you're like, hey, are you gonna touch me with that? Or are you just gonna like? Not touch me with those arms. Welcome to the final episode of Cold Dog Soup. (laughs) We're all going to be working for dinosaurs next week. This, what we've talked about, is the present day. But what we're going to focus on today is A Link to the Past. A Land Before Time. Our final installment for now. Our final installment for now. For now. A hand job before time. (laughs) <laughs> see, see, Ooh. listen. If you are going to re- pen, uh, why am I getting back in this? If, if you if you are going to pen a novel about dinosaur erotica, why do you not call it what Creel mm-hmm. just suggested? A hand job before time. That that works. <laughs> that well, because it's set in right. It's set in in current time, though. That's the problem. If this was you know back in the day and dinosaurs figured out how to stave off the asteroid through their accurate science predictions. Mm-hmm. Yes, you guys are right. But in this time, I guess this takes place in a timeline where Jurassic Park happened. Dinosaurs had an uprising that was put down in the park. Sure. The remaining dinosaurs uh, got together, said, guys, we can't be violent anymore. Mm-mm. The humans are prepared for mm-hmm. that. What can we do? They got to adapt. We can beat they have them to evolve, superior- if yeah, you will. They, they have to adapt. They have to evolve. Play penny stocks. We can beat them with our superior brains. Like Steve Bannon. Penny stocks. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. They're just out there. They're, they're watching Reuters. They're reading all the stuff. <laughs> they're um, They're making accurate predictions. Exactly. <laughs> My, you know, they're doing it. Yeah. But if I have another title, you know, Jur Ass Ick. Mm. Pork. <laughs> maybe it's a maybe it's a um, it's a Jamaican dinosaur Jurassic Park. Okay, come on, come on, come on, come on. Um, I had a website twenty years ago. You're in a hurry to get to this beating, my friend. I am in a hurry to Are talk we gonna about get into your, your fanfic? dinosaurs banging. Oh, God, I hope you have fanfic about dinosaurs. I never, I never wrote fanfic. Never. That's what it sounds like, Grill. He wants to, he wants to uh, never, never uh, misdirect us. Never dabbled into fanfic. What about Sports Night? Never dabbled. I you dabbled into the sports <laughs> no, I night. found Sports Night fanfic. <laughs> I loved Sports Night so much that I was like looking for episode scripts on the internet because they were on only like twelve because nobody watched it. So you had to like find there other were, like albums. sixty episodes. It was just the same episode. Sixteen episodes. Okay. <laughs> And I stumbled on Sports Night Fanfic, where, mm-hmm. let's say, Casey and Dan got together. Ugh, this is worse than, like, talking about Buffy. Remember that time Benson made him apologize, and he chose to apologize to his brother for smoking them weeds? Yeah, it was like episode two. That was, that was, that was great. That's all I, I love that show. That's just all I remember. And I also remember being super hot for that boss, too. Whew. 
now Fel- Felicity <laughs> Huffman. Now you gotta go. You gotta go, mm, Natalie, the, right. the one that the nerd got. Who was? I'm gonna look up that. Mousy brunette or or tall blonde woman. I don't. She seemed like she was. Who had the most power? I feel like she was always uh, giving the business to the guys. Yeah. I was like, you know what? She's got a lot of points. Well, Felicity like Huffman. She was on Desperate Housewives. Sure. She's married okay. to William yeah. H Macy. He of shameless uh-huh. fame. Yeah. Do you think and they guested on Sports Night? Do you think they called the Velociraptor Velociraptor? Her? Her? No, because it's a <laughs> gay erotica. Oh, okay. So back to the poem like we heard at the top of the show. If you've listened to the previous three eps. Mm -hmm. Which one was on Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23? That was Felicity Huffman. (laughs) James Vanderbeek. Which one was on Sex, Lies, and Videotape? I don't don't know. Andy McDowell. (laughs) Isn't that the show you love so much? Sex, Lies, and... Oh, Dirty, Sexy Money? That was... There it is. I'm sorry. I apologize. That was Peter Krause. Wait, I'm sorry. You're talking about a hot boss. I assume you're talking about a woman. Are you talking about a dude? Because the main boss was. I just Benson. wanted to work in. I just wanted to work in being mean to you about dirty, sexy, sex money. money video lies. You, you watched. And I couldn't get you there. watched. Gone. What was the damn Gone Girl? No, Gone with the Wind. What was the TV show that you liked? <laughs> I can't. Hey, I can't do anything tonight. I, I'm watching like six 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 Park Avenue. Apartment B. That didn't happen. What was it? I, I would imagine XYZ you're probably talking about Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars. You're probably that, talking uh, about Pretty Little Liars. Oh, I've, yeah, I'll take that beat. Before, before yeah, we get into I'll your, take your work, day. do you think they call the Tyrannosaurus Rex the T-Sex? Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> that, that, see, that's good. It writes itself. That's right, it does. Brontohorus. That's pretty good, too. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Tricera top Ooh. and a Tricera bottom. Mm. Tricera top and Tricera bottom. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. What's the name of some of the other dinosaurs you got? Stega but Stega <laughs> <laughs> If you've listened to the previous two episodes, uh, you know that we have been talking about the website I had in high school um, that we recently unearthed through the Wayback Machine, web.archive.org. Terror my ass up. <laughs> we have, uh, what are we doing today, Hankins? We are doing the August 2000 Bitch of the Month, which focuses on the Napster controversy. Oh, this was hot back then. Very Super hot, hot. Very topical. Very topical with a T. But Sean took a very interesting angle on this, which was to say... He didn't care about whether you stole music from the internet or not. Um, if you did, you did. If you didn't, you didn't. Who he really hated was Lars Ulrich, which is not wrong. He's not wrong in that opinion. Lars Ulrich is a hateable, hateable character. Very unlikable. Drummer from Metallica that none of us ever wanted to hear from, but somehow he became the face of the anti-Napster movement. He was the guy. He was the weird... Swedish, Swishes, whatever, um, Nor- um, what's the fucking, what's that area of the world called? Norway? Scandinavia? Scandinavian. Scandinavian drummer from Metallica. Swishes Aloysius. That no one wanted to hear. And um, Sean Majors declared that he had a uh, terrible voice. 
a voice that sounded like a gerbil on speed, <laughs> as it were. So, Shawnee, in retrospect, what do you think about the Napster controversy <laughs> now that you've had some years to really reflect on it? Well, I mean, like, I, I get most of my music from Spotify, so I am technically paying for it, but it feels like I'm getting a great deal and that I'm not paying for it. Um, I don't know. I don't really give a shit. I don't really care about a lot. Yeah, exactly. I think I think that you have the right opinion on, like, whatever, dude. Yeah. Um, I buy enough stuff that I feel comfortable, um, and if I want to steal something, I'll go steal it. Yeah, like, <laughs> Just, I mean, I, yeah, I had friends... Don't make it so easy. I had friends in high school that, like, would refuse to burn me CDs. Oh, they're the worst. Mm-hmm. Of artists who they wanted me to like buy the CDs. So like my friend would burn me a Moby CD because, you know, he licensed every single song on play out to every commercial. Mhm. So mm-hmm. that is the weird thing that like especially in those days and because we're all of the age where we would have been right in the thick of this thing. It's not like we were out there um downloading little indie bands that were trying to get started. Yeah. Um, we weren't out there looking for minus the bear, um, <laughs> singles. Um, these Moby was giant. Metallica was giant. They were not being really crippled by this. They were also going out and doing, you know, sold out tours and shit. It's not like we were hurting the band. Um, uh, oh, God damn it. Um, seducing Alice was not hurt <laughs> by Napster. <laughs> I mean, in, in, in fact, you could make the argument that Napster and Bearshare and Kaza and LimeWire and all, all everything that came after it helped those smaller bands get exposure. Absolutely. Because, you know, you, I, I remember I would, like, I, I was, I searched for Weezer and I said, Weezer, hit me baby one more time. And I'm like, oh, sweet. It's a Britney a cover, Spears cover yeah. by Weezer. It was mislabeled and it was Travis and then I heard about the band Travis, so I mm-hmm. would, you know, I would go out and I would listen to every everything Travis. And the thing is, Metallica isn't making money off of. I can't believe we're doing this in 2018. Metallica isn't making money Let's off do of. It. We're gonna do it off of uh, Master of the Pup- Puppets of the, what the whatever the fuck that album was. Master of the Puppets, Puppet Master. F- <laughs> they're not getting. They're not making money off selling their CDs. They're making money off merchandise and touring, mm-hmm. just like every mm-hmm. other single musical act in the 90s and 2000s. Yeah, it's it's interesting because back in the day there was a like machine for music. It was essentially it was hard if you were indie if you didn't have the right look or the right sort of yeah. following to break through. So Napster really opened a lot of doors and you know all the stuff after it and getting into iTunes and whatnot in MySpace that it opened up the doors for a lot of people. So to hear like someone that's made it be so negative about like this platform that didn't exist really struck like a lot of a lot of people the wrong way. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Just just let us yeah. have this. Music. As he says it from his from his right. twelve thousand dollar yeah. free drum kit. Yeah. Um, in his giant mansion or on his three million dollar tour bus. Yeah. I, it was. You know what? Maybe the new radicals were right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember South Park. Do you? Does anybody remember? 
Go ahead. I was going to say, group. South Park did a really funny episode about this, that they're downloading illegal music, and then, like, the FBI, like, confiscates Kyle, and they, you know, tour all these places. Yeah. Like, here's Britney Spears. She she could only purchase this 10-room mansion. She couldn't get the 11-room mansion <laughs> down the road, and they show her, like, crying in the bedroom, and, and, and Kyle's like, oh, make it stop. Make it stop. No more. No more. I've had enough. <laughs> I um and if if Metallica was charging fourteen dollars for reload, they needed to be stolen oh from. Oh my god, mm. Mm. reload was bad. Remember that cover album they had where they did Whiskey in the Jar, <laughs> Garage Inc. <laughs> However, I will say this: um, their uh, their turn the page was pretty sweet, as was Tuesday's Gone. Those are two pretty stone cold jams from Garage Inc. Um, does anybody remember like the first few songs that they downloaded illegally? Oh gosh! I had a slow internet connection, so I was like at twenty eight eight. But I would too. I would leave it on like all night, and it would be a problem if anyone yeah. tried to call. Like yeah. if you didn't click it off. <laughs> but for the life of me, for the first one I downloaded, I, I don't know. Remember. I remember like it would have been like ninety seven. I remember it would have been goodness gracious, like maybe R Kelly. I believe I can fly. Or, I don't know. <laughs> it, <laughs> Goddamn right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, it would have been something n- not a band that I listened to because all my favorite bands I already own their CDs. Mm-hmm. You know, like would have had it. Yep, I already had Green Day and Weezer and Everclear and Nirvana and you know. So I mean, I didn't. <clears throat> I already owned the stuff that I really wanted to listen to. So I mean, there was. I mean, God, yeah, I. I cannot. I couldn't even guess. What about you, Hankins? You I can tell you. I can tell you the first two songs I ever downloaded from. I believe it would have been LimeWire. Mm-hmm. I think that's the site that I used. Um, would have been uh, the Safety Dance number one, followed by Warren Zevon's Werewolves in London. <laughs> I would have gotten Dexy's Midnight Runners. Come on, Eileen. Dude, dude. Uh, not Dexy's Midnight Runner, but Steeler's Wheel came very shortly thereafter. Sure. Stuck in the middle with you. Um, so just exactly what you just said. I never downloaded anything that I would have purchased. Yeah, just you would have been never like did. Something, like no, I'm not yeah. going to go through the mm-hmm. trouble. I uh, I really want this record. I want to worry about getting a virus and maybe getting a bullshit yeah. compression or any of this. No, I got to get this. I got to get this pure CD quality. I got to have it. And I I very rarely like offered CDs to or I offered tracks that other people could download. I would always shut share no. it off. Yeah, me too. Shut that me shit too. down. Like, you know, let other people see. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. So like, you know, I, I think I probably rationalized it that way. <clears throat> but I, I I do remember I had to like format like my desktop PC. This was when Creel and I were rooming together in, in at UA and I lost like thousands of songs on my computer. And the MP3 player I had at the time where everybody else had Gen 1 iPods was like a 256 meg like Brand X like, you know, something the size of a pager. And I was like, okay, well, I have class in like 25 minutes, so I'm just going to download a bunch of Rolling Stones and a bunch of Jimmy Buffett. Right. And Sounds like a good day to me. As much as I could cram onto that thing. And so, and I was, I got really lazy after that and like was really discouraged after losing all my music. And for the longest time on that tiny little MP3 player, I just had like 
Jimmy Buffett and Rolling Stones, and you couldn't shuffle. Mm. So, like, every time you turned it on, it was Volcano by Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> and it's not and it's not like it was a, like, you know, like a, a sandwich of songs. It was, like, 14 Jimmy Buffett songs and then 14 Rolling Stones songs. <laughs> so if you wanted to listen to Come Monday and then Angie, you were in trouble. Mm. You, oh, I want to do that right now. <laughs> I feel like those, I feel like if that bled into each other, I feel like I'd hit some sort of nirvana. If if, um, if you want if you want to listen to Pencil Thin Mustache and then Street Fighting Man, you <laughs> you got to go somewhere else. Well, so like yeah, the the Napster portion of this is where you started. Yeah. With this. And that, I, that's fine. I don't think you were obviously you're a poor poor writer. Um, <laughs> so it you you didn't hit the marks, but your your rage was was pointed in the right mm-hmm. direction. This is a real free. But in the middle of this, it gives way to a different a different feel. Um, after you give Lars Ulrich his his just desserts, um, you go in and say the fact that Metallica was a good band, and they made some good music. Um, in fact, you like some of their early stuff. But you are not going to deprive yourself of Metallica because you hate Lars Ulrich. Where did that come from? How did you get from Napster to that sentiment? Uh, because people were because people hated Lars Ulrich so much that they wanted to boycott Metallica. That was a big de- that was a that was a big move in the Grissom High School community, huh? Yeah, I mean, but like, uh, I mean, boycotting is stupid as a as a rule because there's no way to be, in- <laughs> especially when it's music you already own. Yeah, exactly. you're just gonna stop listening to this music you already own. Yeah. you're not wrong. Um, I'm reminded of a time when a friend of mine told me that their dad once said, "Yeah, I used to like Queen till I heard they were gay." <laughs> like, how the fuck does that change how you fe- first of all you heard a band named queen you heard and saw freddie mercury and you were shocked to find out later that there was some some gay overtones to this the name of the band was queen <laughs> with, a, with a lot of with a lot yeah yeah um with night at the opera <laughs> What's the name of a Queen album? <laughs> I can understand not wanting to give money to a band because they do something. Here we go. Here we're getting to the meat of the bad writing portion of this. <laughs> Stan not going to give money to a band because they do something you don't approve of. And if they're your favorite band, it's stupid to stop listening to them. Nothing wrong with that sentiment. Nothing wrong with that sentiment. Thanks, man. And then uh, we get into this. I don't think I've made it a secret that I physically hate Arr. Every member of the <laughs> of the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. You physically hate these young men. I f- but in all honesty, I have two NSYNC MP3s on my computer. First question, what are they? Two NSYNC MP3s on my computer. That at the time, that probably would have been It's Gonna Be Me and Digital Get Down. Both from No Strings Attached. Which, when I started figuring out how I wanted to handle these particular productions, I was just looking at the uh, number one song in the month that Sean wrote this mm, bitch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just kind of arbitrarily picking a week. You know, because the, the, the listings are typically week by week. 
Um, but I had to back off of that because NSYNC was so dominant that it would have just been NSYNC song after NSYNC. Yeah, song. yeah, yeah. And um, well, that's what I said like, with last <laughs> week. You know, I really appreciated how many units they moved. You did. You did. You two point four million to be exact. Moved. And so, because I like to do these things very raw, because sometimes my reaction like the T-Rex. to the, the T-Rex just likes like the T-Rex. Raw. Right, right, yeah. just like it. I like to do it just like my dinosaur boss made me gay. Tyrannosaurus sex. That is my that is my process. Or perhaps the process the t- of the tyrannosaurus pterodictyl. <laughs> Tearing my ass up is where I think you're looking for. Um, and so I had not even read. It. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Um, I hadn't even read all of this when I started recording it. And so I picked this NSYNC song because it was number one in that time. And I'm going through it. And I'm like, oh, this is funny. We're talking about Napster. We're talking about Metallica. And we're talking about NSYNC. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And then I get to the fucking NSYNC part. I'm like, what? The, this is serendipity. Because after this, you write several sentences that are <laughs> Those are facts. Poor. Thank you, Sean. Those are all sentences. <laughs> all I'm saying Here's my opinion. If you're a huge fan of NSYNC, then you hear that they set fire to puppies Mm -hmm. while raping small children and giving the finger to the Pope, and you decide to ban them all together, go to it. To each his own. Do what you want. Fuck whatever anyone thinks, because he's pretty punk rock. Fuck you, Mm -hmm. this is for me. (laughs) Fuck politics, but most of all, Fuck Lars Ulrich. I really brought it back together. Yeah, that's a weird really little rant. A weird circle. It's wow. the circle of life, man. I mean, I... Have you ever used the term go to it in your regular speech? Go to it! <laughs> I just did. You know that, man, it's it's like that drinking game all my friends play. They take a drink every time I say go to it. You can't stop me from saying <laughs> go to it. It's that and bonerific. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Um, the imagery of NSYNC with a, a, a basket full of puppies and a, a blowtorch. And they're just setting these puppies on fire. Mm-hmm. And then but in the behind this scene of gore of puppies. There's a lot of canine burning. violence on the Bitch of the Month. There is a, a lot, lot of canine violence. violence here. From you, it is especially strange. Mm-hmm. You are an, a lover of animals. I love animals. I miss um, my dog right now. You shoot that dog one room. time who growled at me. What's, what's that? <laughs> you wouldn't let me shoot that dog that came on my porch and growled at me that time. I, I was protecting both of you. Shoot the shit out of you. Were. You were. Um, and, but then behind this scene of puppies inflamed is Larry Nasser beckoning the boys of NSYNC mm-hmm. to join him. Mm-hmm. And then I guess the Pope is also there too, or is it a picture of the Pope? Uh, either way. Either way. I, I think it's I think it's like a velvet painting. Of yeah, Pope it's John I mean Paul it's II. it's the same sentiment. If I if I give the finger to Matt right now, or you know he leaves and then I give the finger to his picture, that's on yeah. on my ceiling yeah. above my bed. It's the same thing. <laughs> and Justin Timberlake, J C Chazé, the fat one, Joey Fatone, and then the Joey rest of them. Um, they're Bass? grabbing their crotches and they're just fucking giving the finger to the Pope. Uh-huh. That is what. <laughs> that is the imagery you dialed up for a what if scenario. In that scenario, they can be banned, so the what but if, they don't have to be. The, <laughs> what, the what if is like if they're doing all this bad stuff. If you like them, yeah. you can like them. Yeah, 
you could do it, man. If you like his own, go to it. But if anyone likes likes Lars Ulrich, it's a completely different story. (laughs) That is a completely different. I think that paints a pretty Um, good picture on how much I dislike. Lars Ulrich. So Spectrum, you have like bestiality, animal cruelty. That's okay with you. <laughs> Lars Ulrich just just wants to make a dollar. No, no, no. What's okay oh, with me is if <laughs> you like this. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I am saying <laughs> if if you don't, if you want to turn a blind eye to murdering puppies, uh, child predation, sure. and giving the finger to the head of the Catholic Church. Okay. If you want to turn a blind eye to that, that's okay with me. Well, that's your morals are misguided. That's then. something you have to. You need to step up. That's something you. No, you need. No, to stop I'm not it. the one turning a blind eye. You are definitely to turning puppy, a blind eye because to puppies you're, you're approving it. You're approving it. I'm no. In, I'm, I'm inaction, not approving. It. I'm saying inaction is the word is worse than it's than, true. than uh than anything else. It's true. That's what All you're it saying takes here. is good people to to be silent. Right. I believe the good Dr. King said that. Right, Hankins. Sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I'm the expert on that. Sure, yeah, he said it. He, said, he also told me to buy a Dodge or something too. Yeah, <laughs> Dodge Graham. Man, I tell you, there, there. If in 2018, I so I texted Creel yesterday uh, about something that was annoying me, and he really, he really put me in my place because I did. he's like, "Hey, that's a really great rant. It, it should go on your bitch of the month." 2018. So are you going to read the text and, and tell us what this bitch had to, you had to get it out yesterday. I said, I said, uh, so we were planning on going to dinner at 6.15, and, 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 which is not the earliest we've ever mm-hmm. gone to dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, sweet, I'll make resis, short sure. for reservation. Short for reservation, yeah. So I call Longhorn Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. I call the restaurant. And I say, hey, can I make, do y'all take reservations? And they said, no, but we take call ahead seating requests. Right. And so I said, uh, okay, so should I call ahead when I'm on my way? And she said, no, I can take it now. It was two o'clock in the afternoon. And I said, uh, okay, two for Sean. At 6.15. At 6.15. Mm-hmm. She said, okay, great. So then I texted you and I said, hey, they don't take reservations, but they take call ahead seating. Right. And so I said, I'll see you at 6.15 and I'm going to spend the next four hours of my life trying to figure out what the whatever the fuck the difference is between a resi and a call ahead seating request. Now that is a patented bitch of the month. B-O-T-M. What's 2- the deal? 2K18. <laughs> What's the difference between a reservation and a call ahead? The only thing I can come up with is that the Longhorn Steakhouse of all restaurants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is sensitive of offending the Native American community and don't want to call it a reservation. It's weird, though. It's it's the same thing. It serves the same purpose. Can you imagine if you had second thoughts about a call-ahead seating request <laughs> at a land given to Native Americans? I, I would I, I would say something about it. I wouldn't. Like, You'd have reservations w- about a reservation. I wouldn't. On a reservation. I, wouldn't <laughs> oh, I wouldn't lurk like you in the weeds and not do anything. I would stand up for my morals. You would. You would make sure you like if that's okay with you, man. That's okay. You do you. I would say something about it though. 
You would you would stand up. You I would, would stand, stand up. up. Okay. But I will say, we got to the restaurant, and you know, it took like two minutes before they sat. There were so many tables. There open. were empty tables everywhere, and there was a line out the door. People, Thirty people, men, Easily. men, men. So they are mandatory on the call ahead uh, time arrangement thing. If you don't have that, you have to wait, even though they had. Empty tables and like servers sitting around doing nothing. It doing was nothing. the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Just jib jabbing, jib jab. They didn't want to make Back any money. I should have stood up and said to the manager, "Hey, do you want to make some money? Hey, you want to make some money here? Because I got some money. You you, you work on commission, hey, don't you? You? Got a, you got a picture of the Pope in this motherfucker, right? <laughs> you work on commission, don't you? Big mistake. <laughs> Korea was about to pre-woman these bitches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they deserved it, man. I. Letting all these people just hang out on the outside, maybe they're maybe their idea is to make them hungry, so when they do sit down, they order more than they should. Maybe they're building up buzz for Longhorn. I mean, they had so many tables. There was there. a lot of buzz out there. People were getting upset, like agitated, like we've been waiting thirty five minutes. They said it would be thirty. You know, before you arrived, a uh, very angry large uh, man stomped out with his family and said, "I'll go to Five Guys for all I give a shit." Right. <laughs> more power to him, man. I like that guy. Although the line of this five segment guys brought to you by bad. our good friends down under at Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> Outback. They take reservations. Outback. Sure, it's cool, right? The rooms <laughs> are good. Um, as we did last time, I do like to read something sort of and have us just react right off the bat Ooh, to it. Ooh, which one is um, this? And I, so, Sean, I cannot pick at you about this. Pikachu. I'm going to bring it up. A Pikachu, because I was the same way. You know, we talked a little bit last week about this time for a particular kind of boy is just awful. They're just terrible. A white 15-year-old in 1999. But I was the same way, you know, and I was, we were diametrically different Mm -hmm. um, in our ethnicities and in places that we were brought up and all those things but i was the same way um my rants would have been focused more on why no limit was terrible and why we should all be listening to wu-tang but the same bullshit it's the same <laughs> we would have been bullshit. on the same page of as master p absolutely <laughs> i was always anti-p yeah but that's a different yeah, so rant for a different day yeah um this bitch of the week comes from us um, in May of 99. Whoa, way So back. a full year, a full year before the last thing we just talked about where Sean was still really focused on how much NSYNC sucked. Um, he says, the status of the music biz is in a pretty pitiful shape these days. And y'all just jump in if you hear anything super crazy and stop me. Um, this is the I'll very first bitch of, uh, bitch of the week. This is the bitch of the week. He hadn't even got to, this was, he was... Before he got lazy and started turning these things in monthly. I'm not doing four his original of these plan a month? <laughs> Weekly. So the status of the music is in a pretty pitiful shape these days. I say that every week also. <laughs> um, I'm writing this essay as I listen to NSYNC on the television. Apparently television was capitalized and he was listening to the band television. Yeah, also, I was talking about the band on band cool. NSYNC on the television. <laughs> the only reason... For this, NSYNC being on the television, is I'm unusually lazy and can't find the remote accurate. On the rare chance that I can find the remote in this messy room, I would just flip to another music video station and see some remnants of an undeclared disciple of new kids on the block. He's now he's hitting at the The boy. He's hitting at the pillars of the boy Mm -hmm. band community. Hanging tough. Even (laughs) even in some cases. Actual members from that ill-fated group, such as Jordan Knight or Joey McIntyre, or a Okay. Are on a video countdown 
pursuing yet another glimmer of their fame. Pause. Of fame, desperate for solo careers. Pause. Because Jordan Knight came through in, I believe, the early 2000s mm-hmm. with a song that had like a like a carnival sound at the beginning of it. Um, and I believe it was called Give It To You. And that song is the truth. Jordan Knight, Give It To You. <laughs> the hook. Check it out. <laughs> it's... It's quite dirty. Uh, 1999's Jordan Knight. Uh, yeah, yeah, give it to you. Yeah, so, you know what? Again, if you like it, you like it. I like Jordan Knight, give it to you. Please proceed. But it seems you don't like it, though. No, not in 99. He doesn't. Yeah. He's furious at Jordan Knight for trying to have a career yeah, post you, his group. You don't like success. That's what this seems to be. A lot of this is just your, I think... I think it's jealousy. jealousy. Yeah. yeah. I think it's... Uh, you know, it's it's uh, like gin blossoms are, are saying hey to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> what? Telling you what? What else <laughs> is left for them to do when the new kids on the block, greatest hits, recently went platinum? He loves music business. He loves sales. those units. He loves it. They're moving some units, dude. Gold, platinum, platinum diamonds. You love all that. Shit. Mm. I can almost hear the whining, wimpy faces of Five, the Backstreet Boys, and 98 Degrees. Degreasy. From, from every. <laughs> it is degreasy. 98 Degrassi. Emerging from every 12 year old girl. F7 on this bitch before I. There, might, there was probably no spell not. check like available. My God. Yeah. I don't know who 5 is. Who is 5? That, that one I don't uh, know. Probably an undeclared disciple of New Kids on the Block. Oh, I see where I, where I went wrong. 98 Degrees E space merging. Space should have been between yes. degrees. Yes. Merging. Okay. Yes. Music television and radio are blatantly lacking such clever musicians like <laughs> Eric Clapton <sighs> and, sh- and Shark Tom lyricists as Frank Zappa. Mm-hmm. Let me let you in a little secret, buddy. You lived in Huntsville, Alabama at this time. If you had just moved that dial over to 106.5, I guarantee you, you'd have got your fill of Eric Clapton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Particularly the one with Babyface. I think Change the World was playing. <laughs> oh, Change time. the World? Hell yeah. Was that from from the soundtrack Michael? I believe. Uh, it may have been Phenomenon. I'm not sure. Phenomenon. I get those two confused. Yeah, they're the same um, movie. I think it was Phenomenon. Wait, I, I thought Phenomenon was about the, the albino kid. That's Powder. Oh, okay. That's Powder. Right. Also the same movie. Trouble. Just less John Travolta. He got me, he got me too'd pretty hard. He what? In a pre-Me Too world. The guy, the director, the powder director. Got oh, yeah, he did. You know. Oh, he got caught? He got doing the old Louis C.K. Yeah, I, I think it was worse than Louis C.K. <laughs> did he do it on the it powder was. kid? It was much. No, the powder yeah, kid The yeah. powder kid is like, he's uh, uh, the other kid in, he's the other guy in Boondock Saints. What? I, I keep wanting to say Sean William Scott, but I know that's it's, I don't. Sean William Scott was not powder. <laughs> He's got a three damn name. Sean Patrick Flannery in the titular role. Of powder. <laughs> of powder. Um, and Sean Patrick Flannery, along with Norman Reedus, were, were the two dudes in Boondock Saints. Oh. Now I know. I can't start off a sentence with... Why I remember in my day. Are you going to gloss over Frank Zappa? 
Like I'm, I'm not just, even. I just can't. I'm not. I'm. <laughs> I can't get into Frank Zappa with you because I know. First of all, you didn't listen to Frank Zappa. Then. I think um, I, I probably downloaded Bobby Brown. I'm um, sure you did. I'm sure you did. I'm 100 positive you did. I don't listen to Frank Zappa now, and, and Cath- I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't get it. Catholic I don't fucking get it. Sorry. Yeah. Sure. Valley Girl. All those things. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, I know my buddy JD pronounces it Zappa. <laughs> which has always confused me and bothered me. Um, maybe it is Zappa, but it just sounds weird. There's no way it's Zappa. Uh, <laughs> There's no way. It can't be is Zappa. That, is that uh, no, local model JD, the drummer? Mm-hmm. Okay. Dead sexy drummer mm-hmm. JD. <laughs> now, Frank Zappa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sean hey, can't can't say back in my day because he's only 16. Um, what I can do is recall the fact whenever a musically – Lyrically, an overall fundamentally great band appears on music TV, music video countdown, such as The Offspring or Everclear, the musically, lyrically, and fundamentally great bands, The the Offspring and Everclear. Fundamentally sound band. Everclear (laughs) fundamentally sound band. They had guitars. (laughs) <laughs> they had bass. Did their drummers it, kept drums? a beat. They kept it real too. I bet they probably kept it. Oh, real. their songs started and ended together. Uh-huh. The band was uh-huh. all together yeah. when they all started and ended. They had great they fundamentals. Would have Ten to twelve songs on records. Their fundamentals were sound. But here, this this really gets me, Sean Majors. I can't. This really gets me. So when a fundamentally great band like The Offspring or Everclear appear on a music video countdown, their arrival onto the top 10 or 20 or 15 or whatever is soon followed by their fall off the popular charts. That's kind of how things happen though, man. Shawnee's got his graphs up. He is Mm -hmm. charting the placement. (laughs) You know, Come Out and Play debuted at number 17. But quickly... (laughs) But, you know I'm, what, a little introspection goes a long way, Shawnee. You know, it does. That goes a long way with me. <coughs> I know that I don't have the best taste in music. I actually have two Vanilla Ice albums. Mm-hmm. But you and I know that the majority of people in the world would like to have boy bands wiped from the face of the earth, camel case, for some reason. Um, let's, let's take a swoop back here. How do you have two Vanilla Ice albums? What is the second one? Uh, well, obviously the first one is To the Extreme, that sure, everybody knows. Of course. The second one is called Hard Absolutely. to Hard to Swallow, <laughs> where he um, that's his like rap metal album where he is he, that the Dreadlock album? Yeah, he he ditches DJ from To the Extreme and he teams up with DJ Earthquake <clears throat> and he covers his own song Ice Ice Baby. And it's and it's like it's a metal song, rocky, yeah. And instead of like whatever, whatever the hook, well, Dishay revolves it. It's well, Earthquake revolves it. Aha! That's did why there's two. Did you see him? Did you see him during that time, like at Tusca in Tuscaloosa? Is he, that you? Is that he, your story? Yeah, he played the fitness center parking lot in Tuscaloosa very soon <laughs> after nine eleven. Yeah, it was like maybe. It was within the year. Yeah, yeah. That's and I believe I said it on this podcast that he, you know, said put a finger in the air if you hate Osama bin Laden. Well, plan to the crowd. Um, on the subject of boy bands, even my grandmother says I don't like these boys. They don't seem right. Seems like I made that up. 
Yeah, you did. Grandma did. I, I, the grandma majors that I know did not say that. Mm-mm. The grandma majors mm-hmm. that Little Shiny wrote about so tenderly and lovingly mm-hmm. did not say that. Mm-hmm. For once, Grandma, I agree with you. you that know, don't suggest a law. You know how Estelle and I were always at each other's throats. <laughs> don't suggest a law that would make humming, seeming, singing, or even liking a song made by one of the aforementioned bands punishable by death. In addition to that, we put all the members of the aforementioned bands in a relatively small cell with murals of Jimi Hendrix, the Rolling Stones, the Beatles, I don't think that's spelled right, no, it's not Bob not. Dylan, <laughs> Pink Floyd, and the Beach Boys gloriously painted on the walls gloriously of their jail. They get no food. Uh-uh, no food. They get only one channel on TV. No this channel, Krill, Krill. This channel is going to play punk rock videos punk rock, 24 man. hours punk a day. Rock. Nothing a, but Sex Pistols. This dead Milkmen. Mm, mm, mm. Raincoats. Mm. Half Japanese. <laughs> and Rancid all day long. Please go ahead, Judge Creel. Now, this might be controversial. Sean, should we keep Gitmo open? <laughs> is this what your Gitmo looks like? fantasy prison camp. No food. You get murals of musicians and music on the on the TV, but no food. Will that get us the the secrets we need to defeat the terrorists? If if we're not giving him food, I assume they're getting some type of vitamin slurry. Or they eat each that other. That keeps Mm-mm. them alive. No, they're eating fucking punk rock, dude. They're getting <laughs> dead milkman. Three squares a day of p- 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 punk. They're rock. getting power cords for breakfast. <laughs> They're getting low-hanging guitar straps for mm-hmm. lunch. With a That's what they're bar. getting. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. They're getting three chords <laughs> in the fucking truth, man. That's what they're getting. I know for a stone-cold fact that Sean doesn't like Pink Floyd now. I don't. So I doubt he did then either. I don't. Pink Floyd I don't think garbage, he really man. gets into the beach. I don't think he I don't think he digs the Beach Boys that much. Uh, pet, not that much. No, no, no. I, I, appreciate, I, hate I fucking hate the Beach Boys. I, I appreciate some <laughs> songs on Pet Sounds, but no. I, I don't think the Beach Boys are fun to listen to. I can definitely attest to the fact he was not listening to Bob Dylan then. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not, not when I was a sophomore Mm-mm. in high school. Mm-mm. But he did love uh, Mark's Imports and Spencer's, where he saw all these posters on these racks. <laughs> and he thought <laughs> that this was the kind of thing that would really set these boy bands straight. It yeah. really would set them straight. Let's see how long they will last when they're taken out of their natural environment. Stupid people who like stupid music. Damn. Or we could just kick them and run away. That's always a good solution. Name one time a swift kick in the crotch hasn't worked. I'm really glad no like administrative professionals from the school system I went to at this time saw this website because so I was promoting so the shit. violent. He loved violence. You really um, did so love how long, violence. How long um, after this did you start working for the company? <laughs> Oh, you can listen to our six-part series on retail, our very first listener submission. Episodes, I don't know, 13 through 18. Um, 
I'm so glad we ended with this particular bitch of the week, as it were. Because this really is the worst of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if I still have access it, to badfish01 at hotmail.com. <laughs> oh, God. Is that the email of punk rock? That was one of my many email addresses. I named it after a uh, Sublime song. You were just all over the map, buddy. You were just all over it. Um, what is your favorite Jimi Hendrix song? Uh, Star Spangled Banner? I think On the guitar, cool. okay. man. Mm-hmm. An electric Excellent. guitar. There we go. Rolling Stones? I mean, back, like, now, Rolling Stones? You can't. You can't. First thing, first thing, first thing that pops in your head. The, fir- the first thing on Rolling Stones is Beast of Burden. Okay. Beatles? Uh, the Beatles are so very... I actually was and am... Well, I'm not a huge Beatles fan right now, but I I have always listened to the Beatles. I have like nine or ten of their records, but... Um, oh, I'm not, I'm not questioning your... I'm not questioning... That's not what this exercise is about. Yeah. Uh, Be- Beatles is tough because they did so many different things. It's hard to pick a genre, but... Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's tough. Hey, I, I would say a day in the life. Hey, kids, you should see the smug look on this guy's face. He uh, is like the professor, and his student is asking him the <laughs> you questions know, after Beatles class. Had so many Trying records. to suck up. Exactly. Uh, like, oh, they did know, so many different genres and styles, and oh, it was, oh, it's timeless. Album. It's timeless, oh, that music. So if I had to pick one, I magical can't. Magical mystery I just can't. tour. Uh, you know, he, he looks so smug, Hankins. Uh, you, you just you don't understand. You're feeding his ego. Oh, I can understand. Is this, oh, is this the purpose? Understand. Is this is this going to be a switcheroo at the end? Oh, what, Are you what if him this up was the long game on yeah, for real this yeah. entire time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, the point is that he was going to pick fucking A sides from every one of them, just like he did. <laughs> That's oh. the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew oh, A side, Shawnee. <laughs> well, the Jimmy Hankins thing, obviously. I, I don't think I can name you. One original Jimi Hendrix song other than Foxy Lady. Yeah. But no, but that is that is that thing of a young boy who knows a little bit about anything and just decides he's a fucking expert. Yeah, for sure. And we still do that to this day. I'm still that boy, which is sad. Sweet <laughs> I love how every time... I love how every time you or the Book of Chris bring up punk rock, fucking Dead Milkmen show up. And I guarantee you, neither one of you have listened to the Dead Milkmen uh, since 1999. I I, I will listen to to the Dead Milkmen every time I remember that they exist, which is like once every four or five years. But the thing is, it's never, uh, it's never like a, a studio album. It's always "Death Rides a Pale Cow," which is their greatest hits. Yes, 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 yes. You're the gift that keeps on giving. I tried I'm to so buy smoking banana peels thing. or metaphysical graffiti. I believe was the name of their their, their main studio record. I was like, I don't think I can get into this. Hmm. <laughs> and then you mix in the raincoats and half Japanese like yeah yeah I'm super deep I'm super deep into the punk scene I can't I, I can't name one song from either one of those bands I've never heard of either of those bands I read like, about half Japanese I think I've heard about um, but I could definitely not pick out a raincoats or half Japanese song for you I heard Kurt Cobain talk about those bands one time mm-hmm. I can't believe the meat puppets didn't make this list or the the Vaseline's or the Vaseline's. 
<laughs> or a little band called the Pixies. <laughs> nah, man. Rancid's a good band. I'm not here to fucking fuck with Rancid. I, I do like fucking, I do like Rancid a good band. I mean, yeah. If if uh, what's that fucking thing? Uh, the one on the South Park soundtrack. Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. That thing that their comes entire, on. I'm 100 percent down. <clears throat> I do like uh, their entire and out come the wolves record. I think that was their their yeah. most accessible one. Um, <clears throat> I mean, let's keep in mind that at this time, 16. I'm talking. I'm like trying to like. I'm trying to up my my music cred here. I'm listening to like the Bloodhound Gang, Steve Miller Band, also Greatest Hits album, only Greatest Hits for Steve Miller. I love it. And I was pissed that the Steve Miller Greatest Hits that everybody owned didn't have Abracadabra on it. Which is a song tackled by our pod pals, Decomposition Podcast. Um, I Yeah, I, I think that... I mean, again, there, there, there's no excuse. There's no, there's no defense for this stuff. Now, my previous no, no, poems no. are fantastic and airtight, mm-hmm. structurally, mm-hmm. logic. I don't know why you're shaking your head. You've, you've approved all of them. Yeah, but even though I pass them, doesn't mean I approve them. <laughs> they are the they received, seven, the sixty nine point. There are the the fifty nine point five of the grading curve. They received a meat and okra. Well, that one was good. One of them did get a meat and okra. Um, <laughs> Krill is just passing you because he doesn't want to have to test uh, uh, teach you the next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to get this Sean kid out of my class. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, this has been a fun trip down memory lane, primarily because it was dated, um, and we knew exactly where you were, you know, when it happened, and it's something that we all can relate to. We will move on in our quest to find the worst works. In the world, um, if we do what I think we're going to do next time, I'm here to tell you, I'm not going to have a bad word to say about it. I'm I am very excited if we're doing what we're talking about next um, week. Because, yes, on its face, the first time I heard it, I laughed and thought, oh my God, this is horrible. After subsequent listens, I am 100% down for that. We're going to get to that. The good works of the Dorvales are up and coming. But in the meantime, as we're working through this backlog, if you want to put something in that backlog that you think we might want to turn our ears and eyes to, Shawnee, tell the people what they need to do. You can email us at throwtheflagnetwork at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at at TTF Network, at TTF Football. You can follow us on Instagram at the same handles, TTF Network, TTF Football. Um... You can, what else can you do? You can visit our website, ttfnetwork.com. There you can see latest news of our many varied shows under the TTF flag. Um, You can learn how to unlock new content, become Mm -hmm. a Patreon. You look like you want to say something. Yeah, I was going to say some of the stuff on Patreon will be my Bing searches, image searches of dinosaurs (laughs) doing it. So I'm going to put all that on the Patreon, behind the paywall. You can... Behind the gay wall. You can, you can also... God damn. You can also... It's going to be called Dino Whores. I thought it was going to be <laughs> Dinos Doing It. Dikey Dinos Dick. Doing It. Oh my god. If you love what we're doing, I don't know why. Don't forget to listen to our other shows. Throw the flag, that's our college football broadcast, and that's discussing something that we really need to record again soon, because we haven't in a couple months. They are available wherever podcasts can be accessed. If you'd like to support us in a more personal way, please consider becoming a Patreon at 
patreon.com slash TTF. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash TTF. And that's it, man. That's it. We're done. And as the underrepresented, oft-forgotten Frank Zappa always said, don't eat the yellow snow. And don't forget to join us next week for Cold Dog Soup. Ain't no money in poetry. That's what sets a poet free. I've had all the freedom I can stand. You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie. All it takes to get me by. Fool my belly till the day I die. Cold dog soup and rainbow pie.